everyone. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Squad Pod. Here's your host, my dad, Troy Dog. All right, people. Welcome to another episode of the Squad Pod. I'm your host, Troy Dog, the CEO and editor in chief of Vermoto.com. Welcome back. I feel like it's been a little bit. We've been uh, had an off weekend of the races. We're heading to Arlington this weekend. Back at it. We're going to have a full squad of riders this weekend. Marshall Welton, Grant Harlan makes his return. I mean, Yoder's West Coast guy, so he's not going to be there. But Starling's there. We've got everybody pretty much. Ashton Bloxham's going to be there, but he's not going to be racing. Hometown race for him to go watch. Outdoor only guy. And yeah, man, it's going to be good. Uh, the series is shaping up. I'm still working on um, my life goal to be Aaron Plessinger's hat holder at the Indy Supercross. We're going to make another move this week. I've kind of laid low a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to get back at it since it's uh, back to, I think we're four weeks out now. So it's time to make some moves if I want to make this happen. I'll keep you updated on it. But uh, let's get to this uh, episode here. We got Justin Starling coming on, Caden Braswell coming on for a little update on his knee injury. Derek Kelly coming on with an update on his arm injury. So a little bit of a mixed match show for you. Hopefully we learn a lot. Um, but first, before we get to those guys, I want to talk about the Yamaha Vermoto Edit Challenge. And if you are an aspiring videographer who wants to work in the sport, make it their life, well, we have something for you. It's featuring world-class Vermoto footage of Yamaha's elite athletes. Here lies an opportunity to harness a new creative paradigm, giving anyone and everyone, beginner to professional, the chance to see what it takes to be at the highest level of video production. Seriously, you go to vermoto.com, go to the top, edit contest, click on that, boom, and it goes through everything. We have a whole rundown, frequently asked questions, we got terms and conditions. I mean, dude, this is legit. And you need to upload your your stuff because we're gonna start we're gonna start judging soon. So don't miss out. Some guys who've done the edit contests in the past, they work in the industry today as editors. So big opportunity for you to chase your dreams in the motocross industry. And then after you're doing that, click on the shred tour tab on the website. We got the whole schedule posted for 2024. We're going to have World Mini kick us off. We're going to Unadilla. We're going to Washougal. We're going to Lincoln Trail. We're going to Next Level 101. We're going to Muddy Creek. We're going to Fox Raceway. And we're going to the Shoals. And that is after we go to the Gypsy 500 in Mesquite in just three short weeks. So you got to come out to a shred tour this year. Lots of fun. Lots of hot dogs. Lots of fun events for the kids. Even if you're coming to check it out, you get a goodie bag as you head into the door of the, the event with a lot of deals from our awesome sponsors. And just come hang with us. We'll come kick it. We have special guests at everything. We're going to make Brett Q jump off of something again. Not sure what, but he's going to probably be at Lincoln Trail again, jumping off of items. Don't know what yet. But that'll be fun. The Verb Classic. If you're a big Verb Classic fan, we have it on September 14th and 15th. 
And that's in South Carolina, next level 101. But then a month and a week later, it's going to be the Verb Classic of Nations at Fox Raceway. First time for the event. I'm uh, looking forward to that. It's uh, so two Verb Classics. But uh, the, the second one's going to be a team thing. It's going to be very cool. So looking forward to watch all this unfold, see which races we go to. I'm probably going to be at most of these races, the Shred Tours. So stop by the Verb Tent and say, hey, grab a T-shirt. All kinds of good stuff. All right, up first we got Justin Starling, and then we're immediately going to go into Braswell, and then immediately into Derek Kelly, and then I'll meet you on the other side to wrap it up. All right, so enjoy, guys. Let's just uh, go from the top. I'm trying to bring you good vibes right now. That's what this call is all about. <laughs> Dude, my vibes have been so high. Like everyone thinks I'm probably going through like fucking like straight depression. And I think I went through, like, a seeing Jesus moment, like, 15 times mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, oh, my God, like, the same issue that I had kept happening. But, like, I don't know, dude, I don't know, life's sick. I, I don't know. I have no complaints about the year at all so far. Like, my vibes have been so high. Like, came off the track, even though LCQ this past weekend, like, I was fucking laughing so hard. And I was just like, you blew it. But, like, I don't know, vibes are still high. Like, I don't know. It's like everything is a positive right now. I don't really have any any negatives with anything. Well, that's good. I, I I like to hear that. I mean, yeah, life's good for you. You got you know, baby on the way. You got married. Your setup yeah. always looks sick. Um, yeah. You know, like it's a uh, it's gonna come together. Yeah, I I mean the the issues that we were having, like I'm pretty sure they're solved. Like I made it through a weekend of racing, which was the first time I've done that all year. So. I when I when I look at like that, you know, it was it was cool and it's like okay, so like it wasn't cool like that it kept happening, but I learned so much about suspension that it was almost kind of beneficial for me to like understand things now and how things work and how things can break and and so on. So for me it was like okay, like I took a positive out of it. I learned a lot about suspension and then you know, then this weekend we go racing and we put so much emphasis on the shock getting the shock right that you know i learned so much about the forks and and like it's this whole year has been really it's gonna sound crazy but it's been really good in the sense of like how much i've learned and to be 30 years old and still learning as much as i am about a motorcycle and about you know testing the motorcycle and and, and doing stuff like that and parts that i like and don't like it's, it's really nice because like I, I did like three years of not changing my bike at all and just like <laughs> leaving it riding it and now it's i've learned what i don't like and what i do like and what works with this bike and what works with that bike and i don't know i to me everything has been a positive like yeah i don't have any results to show for it but you know within myself i've got a lot that i've learned and i, don't, I kind of think that that's a little bit more important than results yeah yeah so was the suspension thing was it the way you had it set up that that caused it to break is that what the deal was no it uh it was just parts failing um not anything to do with how i had it set up because we had three different people doing it and it all was the same issues um well actually they weren't all the same issues but there was quite a few of the same thing happening a few times and uh yeah, I just I learned a lot about that, um, and then we ended up just getting all new stuff, uh, all new shocks uh, throughout the bikes, 
and yeah, I've made it through one weekend with <laughs> with a with a use, useful shock. So um, yeah, and now we're I'm headed to, to do some testing now. So um, I think we're in the right direction. My my bike worked all weekend, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Good deal. Yeah, so you got the East Coast swing coming up, which is cool. Races are closer to home. I think you just drove a million miles from uh, Glendale back to home this week. What time? When did you get home? Like Wednesday? Uh, I got home technically Tuesday morning about 6 a.m. You drive straight through then? Uh, no, I stopped and got two hotels because uh, I still had to do, like, I'm on troll training. So I started, like, I wanted to stop and, like, not really miss my schedule. True. Um, so I didn't really leave too early in the mornings i uh i'd get up and do whatever i had to do for training that day and then get back on the road oh we're dialed then we're definitely dialed yeah we'll be back on track in no time here um yeah so let's see what's next arlington are you driving the rig to every everything again uh no that's not the plan um i think i'll drive to arlington though it's only like 13 or 14 hours um so i think i'll just leave like super early thursday morning and, and head out for that one um and then daytona obviously is you know two hours away um yeah, and then alabama's i think like five four and a half or five so i'll drive to that one um and then the only one that i'm not really sure on right now is seattle um okay. i think i'm i think i'm gonna drive the van to i don't i don't know if it's indy or st louis that's before i think it's indy I'll probably drive to that because I can do that again. Like it's like 14 hours. I can just like knock that out on a Thursday. Um, and, and I like to have my practice bike with me. So it's kind of like at the same time, like if I was flying, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be uh, riding on a Thursday. So it's like for me, I'd just rather just take the day off and just take both bikes up. Um, so I haven't had two bikes at the race yet and it's, we've had the issues. So I'd like to just have both there just in case something happens. I can, I can pull something, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do Seattle yet. I, um, that one's a little tough just because it's so far away. And then on top of it, there's a weekend off after it. So I'm trying to like figure out if I want to just send the van with someone or if I want to drive it myself. Um, and then like, if I, if I drive it, do I just take it to like Moran's or something and then leave it there between that race and St. Louis? I don't, I don't really know yet. Um, just because it's tough because I'd have to fly back. It'd be, it just, it'd be really expensive to do, to do Seattle. Um, unless I was to stay on the road with the van the whole time, but that's like, I don't know, three weeks of being gone. Uh, and that's getting pretty close to the due date of our child. So yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Kind of, I think as of right now, I think Seattle's a little bit out of the picture of going to it. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll just send the race bike and figure it out from there. But as of right now, I have no idea. That's that's the only tough one. But no, I won't drive to all of them. I know. Um, I believe whatever is after St. Louis, I think it's like Foxborough and stuff like that. Uh, I, I won't be driving uh, just because that's, yeah, it's way too close to the due date and I don't want to miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Cause yeah, when you drive to all those, you, you weigh yourself down and it's just, that's a lot of time on the road. And I, I always question your sanity when you do it, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Race is race. 
Yeah, you kind of don't have a choice sometimes, right? Like, yeah. with a small program like this, uh, I don't mind the driving, but, like, I remember, like, the last couple of years that I that I would drive, like, a good bit. I, I wouldn't even ride during the weeks. And, like, right now, it's, like, the last thing that I need to be doing. Like, I need to be riding as much as possible. Uh, so it's, it's kind of puts you in, like, a bit of a bind, you know? Like, how long do I want to keep running this program? Or do I try to find a way to make this program bigger to right on half the drive and all that? But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, my own van on the road. It's, uh, it gets, it gets tough. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I don't mind the drives. It's just, you can't really drive to all these races and, and expect to be competitive with these guys anymore. Like there's no one, in the main events driving, you know, to the races, you know, 24 seven and, I, I am, you know, as well, I, I haven't been on the West coast cause it's, you know, the, the drive so close to the moto whips place where he just takes the van. I've been flying back and forth, but on the East coast, it's, yeah, it's closer to home, but it actually makes it a little bit more difficult, um, in the sense of like having to travel and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll play it by ear. I know I, I'm pretty sure Dallas, I'll just drive to, you. um, and then yeah, Daytona's backyard at Birmingham's backyard. Uh, so those are those are simple, but the others I'm not uh, I'm not really sure how I'm gonna do it yet. No, nice, yeah, that's good. I always like to get an update on on the travel schedule. But last week, <laughs> last week you made some uh, man. I was on Twitter that night and I was just trying to be there for you, and you're replying to everybody, and I'm just like, dude, it's okay. Let people talk. You can't you can't ever let people just talk. You gotta always come back and answer them. Well, I, the, a lot of the stuff that I was getting, like, yeah, okay, a lot of it was negative. And, like, my whole thing is, like, okay, everything that you do in racing is within, like, a millisecond of thought. You know, like, it's so quick. And, like, I'm mean, the same thing I told Kate. Like, you can't expect to try to go around the outside of someone in a pole turn and just, like, you know, like, especially for fourth in the last lap. And, like, for me, like, I didn't even expect to be up at fourth. Like, we made a big fourth change just before the LCQ to try to, to try to get a little bit of, you know, more to hold up, and make the bike a little bit better. So like we were kind of testing all day. So like my goal wasn't to even be close to the main event. Like I just wanted to just get the bike better and better throughout the day. And, uh, then I'm, you know, I start like second and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, well, I guess I just, you know, go for it, you know? And, uh, this, this changes that we made were really bad. And I was like super pumped up pretty quick just cause I couldn't really hold onto the front end of the bike. And yeah, he tried to go around the outside of me and I was like, Oh, that's not a good move. And I didn't know it was Kate at the time. Like I had, I ultimately had no idea who it was. And, uh, yeah, he went down and then I was going, I was going to get ready to go for the triple. And I kind of just like, when I swung my feet back onto the foot pegs, I think I hit the shifter and it kind of like made the bike go like between gears really quick and i'm like oh i'm not going for the triple so i had to roll that thing and yeah then just kind of botched it and everyone was like oh if you're, like how are you gonna do that you're such a dirty rider blah blah, blah. and i'm like dude that like first off the takeoff wasn't even dirty like no <laughs> it, it was actually not bad at all and like i had a bunch of people saying like oh you clobbered him and i looked at the video and i'm like no, no i didn't and even kate said like dude you barely hit me i just rode my front end over the over the berm and i'm like yeah, like it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. Uh, and I, I wasn't inten- intending to take anyone out. I was just intending to move them. You know, just like, oh, I got to get this, this spot back because I was going slow. And 
yeah, I just had a bunch of people talking shit. Like some dude said I should retire, and I told him if I like for me to retire, I have to have money, so I can't. And they just look, I don't know, everything that I respond like it, it was just it's just funny to me when people want to talk like that. And I made a post on Instagram like anyone that thinks I should quit or I'm so trash or all these things like did you get your pro card? Like I'll pay your entry fee to Arlington, you can race my other bike, and not one of them can do it. So it is what it is. It's just funny. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it was <laughs> the funniest part about it. Okay, like after the collision, just like the piranhas of everybody behind you, they were just everybody was right there all of a sudden. Yeah, it's if the, well, I had a I had a big gap, but when I had to roll the triple, yeah. I lost a bunch of time, and then I had to I I didn't have to, but I fucked up that whole rhythm after it, and at that point it was over. But like I like I was saying, like if I had jumped the triple, I would have still had like four seconds. And I would have been gone, but when you roll that triple, that was such a high speed triple, uh, and then you fuck up that entire rhythm, like yeah, you're gonna get ate up quick. And yeah, I, I mean, I just straight crumbled, like I, I like straight up fumbled. And and I, I remember when Simonson passed me, I was like, okay, if I stay close and I get this rhythm, I could probably move him in the corner before the triple. Like if I get close enough and I push through it, and I fucked up that whole rhythm. And I was like, okay, like at this point, I'm like, okay, it's over. Uh, and then I just brain farted and went through the whoop so slow and, uh, I got past it three times and I was like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of people right here. Okay. Yeah, there's <laughs> I, like... I had no idea cause I got to work and I'm like not looking back and, and I was kind of saying, I'm like, man, I almost feel like I should have been looking back a little bit just to understand my gaps because I didn't know how far back they were or anything. I didn't, I didn't know. So, uh, yeah, live and learn. It was, uh. It was funny. I honestly, I just enjoyed all of it, and it was, uh, it was, it was comical. I've never gotten hate like that on social media. So, like for me, it was like kind of funny to read it all and, and see it all. And um, then, like some people like talking shit, and they don't like tag me, and I respond to it, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, you know, whatever. And then they're all like, oh man, you know, you know, good job. And I'm like, hey, fuck you, like <laughs> you, were just, you were just talking shit about me, you know. But like, I don't know. It was it was a funny weekend. Uh, my social media gained a lot of followers. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, dude, you're like if you're gonna at, if you're gonna talk about me, at least at me. So I just said hey, and then I added you. <laughs> yeah, like I just like dude, if if like people want to talk shit about me, like just tag me, dude. Like you're more than more. Like I am not gonna get offended. Like you can say a lot of shit to me, and I do not care because a lot of them are talk, like tagged behind some stupid profile names that don't even make sense and they're all hiding behind social media and they don't show their real faces. And I'm like, okay, like, dude, you're already hiding. Like you can at least tag me and like talk shit directly to me. You don't have to just like post stuff, like tag me. I'll fucking respond to it or retweet it. Probably. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's funny to me. I just wanted to say hi. That's it. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't see yours until the next day. <laughs> like straight up. Cause there was, I started getting like a lot of responses and stuff. I know you, uh, I knew you were busy, so that's why I did it. I'm like, there's no yeah, way. and I was just like, yeah, uh, I don't know. it was, it was funny. I, I honestly regret nothing, and it was like I, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time, and it, it made the trip a little bit more enjoyable the first night because I was just reading it all, just like cracking up, and yeah, it was, it was, it was funny. I don't, know, I enjoyed it. You and Cade weren't even really that mad at each other, right? Or Cade wasn't no, mad. No, Cade. Cade wasn't mad at me at all. He, his whole thing was like, yeah, man, he's upset because he obviously, he should have, like, I told him, I was like, if you had waited, like, one rhythm, you would have passed me. Like, I, like, but you just, you tried to do it too quick. And he was like, yeah, I know. And, like, 
it was funny because like he came off the track and like I think they showed it on TV that he was him and I were talking and and he I literally looked at him and I was like what and he was like uh, I remember saying like was that you and he was like yeah dude like if you're gonna take me down like at least finish the job and I'm like well dude yeah I fucked up a bunch after that happened I had to roll a triple and like he wasn't mad he was just like dude if you're like if that's gonna happen like at least make the main event you know it yeah. kind of reminded me like the the whole and kidnap Reese thing in like uh, Oakland a few years ago, uh, and the same thing that Ticknap said. But yeah, I mean, I like I don't know, I, and I got a lot of the blame for everything. But at like the same time, like why would you try to go around the outside of someone? Like that was just my whole argument. Like dude, you don't you don't do that. Like I would have taken my wife out there, you know. Like if she was coming around the outside of me, I'm gonna do the same move. Like I same the same thing I said on pulp. Like if it was Chase Sexton. I love Chase Sexton. He's one of my best friends. I'm still going to move him. I don't care. You know, like, that's just, it's racing. Uh, and I would expect anyone to do the same thing to me if I did that same move. I just wouldn't have done that, you know. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's, a, it's whatever. Yeah, it's over with. And uh, good strides were made. That's all I was really looking at. I'm like, okay, we're, we got the bike good. We got our mind right. Oh, like, bike was not good. No, bike no? was... We were we were way off on the bike. I uh, we put so much effort into getting the shock working that we haven't put a lot of effort into the front of the bike. And I noticed it immediately uh, on press day that the front end of the bike was just too soft, um, and the shock was definitely too stiff for the forks. So like we had the clickers all the way max stiff um, on practice day, and then or on on practice. And then um, I think after the first time practice, like the for- front end was bottoming so much that we had to add oil uh, to the forks for the third session. And it got better, but it was still, the bike was very unbalanced and uh, very twitchy in the corners. And I was getting arm pumped from it because like I'd go into the corners and the front end would be so deep in the stroke that it kept knifing on me. And I, uh, I was struggling to hold on to it. So, uh, yeah, but, but that was the nice thing is, like, I learned a lot about the bike. Uh, I found what works and what doesn't work. Um, and now, this like, today I'm, I'm headed to do some more testing with Active Ride to, to work on the forks a lot um, just to just to get them a lot stiffer. They're definitely way too soft. So, um, And then we're going to try some, some new engine mounts and, and stuff like that because I noticed my bike was a little rigid feeling in some spots that I didn't like. Um, so, like I said, at the end of the day, this, this past weekend was extremely beneficial for us. Um, I learned so much about the motorcycle, and, and the nice thing is, is I have people behind me that uh, that are willing to help me and, and, and get it better, and, and today we should make uh, a big stride forward with the forks. I'm riding the race bike today to get a little bit more time on it. That's partially why I drove the van back. Um, mm. The van was supposed to stay in California until Dallas. Uh, but I wanted to ride the race bike and do some testing, so I canceled my flight home and drove the van. So, um, yeah, going to ride the race bike today, try to get the bike working as good as possible, and then, uh, yeah, if I have to ride it next week, I'll ride it next week, and if not, it'll be uh, ready to go for Dallas by the weekend. Is part of this just a transition from riding an Austrian brand for the past few years? Of course, yeah. It's a, it's a massive change, right? Like, you... You, you go from riding, you know, a steel frame to aluminum and you go from WP to Showa and, and you're, you're making a lot of, a lot, I made a lot of changes this year, like almost a complete revamp of my program with suspension companies and 
and and parts and stuff on the bike and and bars like i'm on the same bar band but different bar manufacturer like you make a lot of changes and and you, you ride all off season and you get everything working really well but when you do that you're you're kind of usually riding like one track and you get the bike like i always say like if my bike feels too stiff at our test track it's probably perfect at the race um but i've focused so much on doing my like troll training laps and, and making sure i'm comfortable that i've got my bike set up really good for the practice track but i go to the race and, it would, and it's too soft um and i don't know if that's been like the cause of our issues um like with what we were having with the shock and all that but yeah, this past weekend, like at our track, like I'm like, okay, my forks are stiffer. I think it's gonna be good. And I go to the race, and I'm like, oh my god, like it's way too soft. And so it's like today, it's it's gonna focus more on like, hey, if it feels really rigid here, it's probably gonna be pretty good at the race. So, um, yeah, and, and and also at the same time, like I, I've had kind of like we've, we've gone a little bit in the wrong direction with stability of the fork. Um, and I noticed that in the beginning, like just the, where the clickers are and stuff, like I want to kind of like figure that out today a little bit, like understand, I want to have movement going stiffer or softer in the clickers and stuff like that. And we haven't had that. So, uh, yeah, but going back to your question, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big change and I'm still learning the change. Um, but you know, usually you kind of figure it out by a one, right? Like you go to a one and you understand a lot of things with the bike then you go to round two i mean there's a mutter but you know what i mean like you kind of start to understand things early um i didn't get that opportunity because i haven't been able to finish like a free practice so for me it's like we're we're learning it now it just sucks that it's later in the season later in the season um but you know a lot of the other dudes that make changes in this they, they ride a lot of tracks if you're in california you're a factory rider you've got like six tracks to choose from well, i'm a privateer in florida i rode a total of three different tracks in a total of like four months and the other two that i rode i only rode for one day so um yeah you're stuck to one place with no changes on that track and you uh you kind of learn learn a lot pretty quick so uh yeah, we're, we're, we'll get there. I'm not stressing it, you know, and, and this isn't to me. It's like, hey, you have a bad year. It's, it's part of it. Um, I've been better on the social media side of things. And we have YouTubes dropping, you know, a couple per week, um, which is pretty sweet. I'm going to make another one today. And um, so, I mean, in that side of things, like it's growing. And then, you know, we're going to make our bike better and it'll be better for next year. I know we have a new bike next year with Honda, but. Um, it's not going to be a drastic change, I think. So at least we'll be heading in the right direction, you know, come, uh, come next year, but still a lot of racing left this year alone. And, and, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be all right. Yeah. I'm not, I haven't been worried this entire time. I mean, we got 11 rounds left, you know, so. Yeah. There's, there's still 11 races left, um, which is a lot for Supercross, but you, you know, this, there's, there's still European races left, um. You know, there's still maybe some outdoors I might have to do this year, uh, do some sponsors. Um, so for me, it's, you know, like there's, there's a lot of racing left and, you know, points are obviously important and all that for like a number and everything, but I don't really care what my number is at the end of the day. So I could be 166 or 266 or 55. I don't care. It is what it is. Uh, as long as I can make progress all year, um, 
and, and never really be going backwards, which only every weekend we've gotten a little bit better. Uh, even if it's just with acknowledgement, I, I take that as a win. Wait till they see you on outdoors again. It's been a while. Just wait. It's going to be good. Yeah. I, uh, Troll I training. a little bit of outdoors before, uh, where did we race last? Arizona. And I kind of enjoyed it. Like it was, it was fun. Um, uh, granted the weather was perfect, so it's not like blazing hot, and miserable. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like, I, I would like to race a little bit more of it. It just kind of depends on financials. If it, uh, if it makes sense, um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll kind of just, you know, play out this, this little bit. And then, um, obviously our child is born, um, I mean, the due date right now is right before Denver Supercross. So, um, if everything's good, then yeah, it makes a little bit more sense. But if, you know, something's not right or, you know, whatever with it, then, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wait and, and figure it out later. But, uh, the, I mean, obviously once the baby's born, that's, that's first priority. And, oh, yeah. uh, We'll, we'll race around that, uh, but that won't racing won't be a priority at that point. Yeah, true. No, and it, it, it definitely is going to take a back seat for a minute. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely. I'm definitely going to take some time off when the season's over. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm I'm happy for you guys with that. And yeah, dude, just wanted to get you on the pod and uh, check in on you. It's been a bit, and you've been busy, so uh, yeah, I've check de- in. I've definitely been busy. It, uh, but it's been fun, man. Like I. I know people are like, oh, dude, like, are you okay? You know, like, it's been a rough year compared to the last year's. And then at the end of the day, like, yeah, if this was two years ago, I'd probably be, like, full on panicking in my head and, like, freaking out and and all that. But, you know, like, I, I've learned so much, and I feel like I've grown so much as a human. And, and it's also nice to see, like, that I haven't panicked or freaked out or, like, been pissed or anything like that because it shows that I've kind of grown a lot as, you know, a human. So, for me, like it's been nothing but a beneficial year uh, as a person, and uh, I'm super, super happy about that. You know, it's uh, definitely really cool. Uh, I'm enjoying it every day. Uh, like I'm excited this morning to just go learn some more. You know, like just learning about a motorcycle is super cool because I know in the future, like I, I would like to when I'm done racing to kind of go into some sort of like testing uh, world or job or something. And, it's cool to, you know, be learning that now, you know, and, and understanding it a bit. And, uh, so for me, it's, yeah, it's been a great year. I know it doesn't show that on results, but you know what? Like Devin Simonson just made the main event this past week and we're still tied on points. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is what it is. And I mean, at the end of the day, like no one's getting hurt this year. Everyone's staying racing and that's awesome for our sport. And, uh, I, it's it's cool it's uh it's all good we're we're enjoying it um and yeah we'll just uh we'll keep plugging away all right man thanks for your time this morning and uh yeah have a good tell active ride i said hello and i will enjoy it and then um see you at indy we'll be there yeah yeah i've been definitely have been quiet getting things figured out getting my knee fixed i had problem with my knee back when I was in amateurs I got hurt at the minios and uh we nursed it up and came back real strong that year afterwards and it hasn't necessarily been lingering but it's been hurting here and there depending on you know how hard you jam it in with a long season and I think it must have made it a little 
little tender or something. So when I went into hammering on Supercross, it just, I didn't crash or nothing, but it just gave way. And I tore up my meniscus pretty bad. And my ACL was already gone, you know, after some MRIs and stuff. So I basically raced most of the season probably without an ACL. And, uh, you know, we came out the other side, but, you know, I wanted to take this time and get it fully healed up. HBI behind me, they're they're really good. They're supporting me through it. So they'll be there when I get back, ready to go go racing, which at the rate, I think I just really want to get this thing right, healed up right, so I don't have to deal with it no more. I want it strong. don't want to rush it. So that way I can get the best results for both me and the team. So was this a uh, – so this was an old injury that you hurt going into last year? Old injury I hurt in 2020. Okay. Going into this season, you had you kind of hurt it again, basically. No, it was fine going into this season. But it was a previous injury, like okay. a few years back, you know, something I had hurt before. But you're not supposed to necessarily be able to take it out again. At least that's what I had been told. But nope, hurt the same one. Okay, so in 2020, you did the exact same thing. And it's just you didn't get it fixed. But now it's like you had to because it was... No, I got it. I got it fixed. That's the crazy thing. It got all fixed up. Oh. It was over six months of recovery. We, you know, we pushed it hard to get it back. And then I've been racing with it ever since, you know, 2021. I won Schoolboy 2 at Loretta's. That was one of the big first races back. And then we won the next year, got the Horizon Award, and then we went pro. Mm-hmm. Been racing on it, you know, like nothing ever since. Been strong, good. And then uh, I tweaked it a few times this year. Nothing bad, just like, you know, you dab your foot. It swell up a little bit, but nothing, nothing crazy. And then training for Supercross. Then between the transition, out at Moto Sandbox and uh, just pushing the bike now, pushing through the rhythm, it, it tweaked on me again. And then when I had MRIs done, they said I had been racing without an ACL for a hot minute. <laughs> for a couple of years or, you know, a few years. Yeah, they say that thing is about non-existent. Okay, so they went in. You said you had to do two surgeries. One, uh, take something out of the other knee for it? Yeah, it was just one big, long surgery. You know, they had okay. a good game plan going in. But, um, yeah, it was the same guy that does most of the football players, which is pretty cool. We got into a, you know, a good good doctor. He did a lot of the top NFL guys. And uh, now he fixed me up right. He took, he took my patella out of my right knee to fix my ACL. And stitched up my meniscus because it had a handle bucket tears and it was all folded over and wonky. Man. So what have you been doing? Well, I had me a good week there of pushing the pain pump. <laughs> the leg was doing good. Had me a wheelchair. Then I spent about four to five weeks on crutches. And, uh, you know, here I am. I'm about two to three weeks into walking. Nice. I'm back on a bicycle. 
been training pretty good hitting PT about two times a week plus doing my own my own PT and, and staying up with the, the cardio the best I can. It's uh you know, starting to look normal again. You know, you get it all fixed up and it shrinks, it just looks like it shrivels up and dies. But it's building back up now. My core is stronger than it ever has been. That's good. Most of the workouts just been doing a lot of core. That's good. Good to hear it. So not having that the knee the past few years, does it finally feel better to have it all right and ready to go? I feel like an old man with my knees, if I'm being honest oh, wow. right now. It's cold outside and I get all stiff. That's true. These, 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 we motocrossers that are hurting on our bodies. You're so young though. Like you can't be calling yourself an old man. I got old man knees. Oh, it's, you're too I got old. old man knees and hey, mine are still better than most of the motocross races out there. We've, we're probably making the history books. Yeah, that's true. You imagine how Pastrana must feel? Oh my goodness. I seen something after he did that front flip off the kicker ramp. He jumps up in the air, hits something, the front flips before he lands. Like a back flip, front flip, all before hitting the ground. He goes, yeah, I want to do one last trick before I got my, my knees replaced. I'm like, <laughs> what in the world? This dude is gnarly. He's built differently, that's for sure. Just so many injuries. And how many how many knee injuries has he had? Yeah, that's crazy. I have no idea. <sighs> but He's got to be going for a record. He does. So, yeah, everything's good. It seems like you, you bounce back pretty quickly um, being – Young buck over there, but uh, everything back on track. You gonna be looking at outdoors then to come back? Yeah, it just depends. Um, yeah, like I said, trying to get this knee healed up right. So wherever that puts us, if that puts us in outdoors, it puts us in outdoors. If that's you know late outdoors, it's late outdoors. I'm in, I'm in no rush. I want it right so then I can go get the results. Don't want no hindrances. That's a good point. Yeah, you come back when you when you can and when everything's good and. Yeah, no excuse. Yeah, but are you, is the plan still, um, was it 450? Yeah, I think so. You know, HBI is, is gracious to, to let me hop on a 450. I think that's what, if we do hit some outdoors, it'll be on a 450. And then going into Supercross, we'll see. We'll make that decision when the time comes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's... The 450, I think, is going to be a good move for you. I feel like you can, like, especially outdoors, I feel like that's going to benefit you. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty cool. I appreciate that. Go go rocking on the 450, huh? Yeah. HBF, hey, your your team, it's making yeah. a lot of moves quickly. Like, it's it looks really good. Like, I need to stop by the pits and see everybody. I've never met the owner, Matt, but... He's good. He'd love that. They, uh, I mean, you guys are all over the place doing doing good things. Yeah, he's doing doing big things. They should be they should be doing all right. You know, they they got all slayed on the West Coast. He's he's crushing it for his first ever season, and um, their East Coast boys they they got rattled a little bit at the the first round, but they're gonna come back swinging. How about Verola this weekend? Getting that whole shot? Man, that 
it it was good to see that yeah that was cool um yeah man just wanted to touch base i just uh haven't seen your name around in a while and want to make sure you were good i appreciate that i really do thank you for checking up on me i'm trying while i'm hurt to guess find a few things to do i've made a i made a shop you know with them with them websites i haven't got it all set up yet but it's something pretty fun to, to work towards and look forward to after after getting the knee rehabbed i do about two of them a day so you get a little time to just figure some life out what kind of shop did you make it's just gonna be like in some apparel i think i'd like to put some jerseys up on there too like if you buy you know just random half depends on they make these systems and all kinds of cool things or every once in a while you just pick one guy and send him a jersey or put something cool in him. I'm always getting people asking me about, you know, jerseys and stuff. And it gets a little difficult to keep track and send them all. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to build a website. It kind of does all that for me. Do some merch. Yeah. And and plus now you can direct them to that link. You just say, hey, man, go buy one for a hundred bucks on, on a SMX website. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, too. Think about putting a blog in there, like just a weekly blog. Since I'm a little rough about, you know, getting footage. It's hard to get footage unless you really know some guys. I think I'm gonna look into that and maybe start a weekend week blog too. I can do like a just put some in words, put it on the website, maybe draw some more attention. I feel like you could be quite the wordsmith. Like honestly. Either if you get a blog going or a vlog, I think people are going to watch it just because of, I mean, your personality is great. It's, it's, you're fun to talk to. I think people are going to dig it. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. You're like one of the best kept secrets in moto, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't need a secret no more. We don't. We don't. We don't need it. I appreciate it. And that means a lot to me. It's like, it's, it's, you know, you came in. Now you're an established pro, you know, and now it's like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. I think people are going to flock to you, man. I, if you put it out there, people are going to dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. I can dig it. Shoot. All righty. All right, man. Well, I hope to see you at a race soon and um, keep uh, keep going along, man. Thank you. You uh. Now we got the whole East Coast Central Time thing dialed in. <laughs> I honestly thought some more. I thought you were in Florida. I'm in Florida, just in the central part of it. I didn't even know a central part of Florida existed. Oh yeah, up there, Panhandle. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Are you down in Florida? No, I'm in Kentucky. Ooh. Oh yeah. Which doesn't make sense because. I'm further, like, in the middle of the country than you are, I feel like, in your central time. Makes no sense. I'm right next to, like, Louisiana. Louisiana, lower Alabama. Oh, maybe you are more. You got some big old deer up there in Kentucky? Oh, yeah. We do. Oh, yeah. I don't really see too many bucks around here, but we definitely see a lot of does. Yeah, they there's a lot of them. But, yeah, man. If I'm around. If you need anything, just let me know and uh, 
Appreciate the chat. Will do. I appreciate you. If you do, you going to any supercrosses here soon? I'll be at Indy and then uh, hopefully Nashville. And then I'll be at all the Verb Shred Tours. Almost okay, so I think I'm going to try to come to Nashville. I want to do Daytona, Birmingham, and Nashville. Okay. Well, so if you're at any of those, let me know. It'd be cool to see you in person. You should definitely stop by the old HBI rig. I'd love to meet you. Sweet. You know I came it's by at Iron Man, well. right? You, oh, that's right. Yeah, I've seen you there. Yeah. You need to come by when they're doing the food. <laughs> what kind of? Can I get you some food? They do good food. I'm all around for snacks and food. Like I, I'm in. Come on with it. Let's do it. What are we eating? Man, they do something new every week. We do a lot of Cracker Barrel, Olive Garden. They've done some Italian. Like they just wherever's local. You know, they'll cater it on in. Okay, I'll stop by for sure then. Oh yeah, come on. I'm on. All Always right. welcome. <laughs> all right, dude. Well, thank you, and uh, I'll see you soon. Sounds good. Have a good one, Mr. Troy. God bless you. You too, man. See ya. We ended up having to go get it redone. Um, doc that I went to originally kind of botched me, so had the wrong plates in there, didn't get it back together right, and uh, actually had an infection in there that was basically after nine weeks, I had no healing. So um that was sick that is yeah dude that sucks so bad did so it's basically just i I don't know i'm not a doctor here is this like a forearm like what what's the actual break diagnosis yeah so i uh i broke my radius and ulna um clean break on the radius but i shattered my ulna pretty good i see the clean break Uh, for sure i'm looking at it yeah (laughs) yeah and the ulna, the other one is uh, pretty. It was pretty exploded. So, just the first time when they went in there, um, I don't know if he didn't feel like it needed to be put back together or what, but he kind of just threw a small plate on there, and it wasn't looking. It it just wasn't put together right. It wasn't aligned correctly, and um, even if it did heal, which it wasn't, it wouldn't have healed right right so nine weeks and you're like hey you go get an update and then no nothing is getting healed like that's probably an awkward conversation to have well it kind of <laughs> so the doc i was going to um i had a checkup two weeks after the surgery usually you would think you'd do x-rays like just i don't know obviously it's two weeks you wouldn't see much healing but you would do x-rays to make sure everything was good but didn't do any new x-rays just kind of did check up threw me in a cast which is come to find out pretty outdated especially when you have super big plates and screws in there that hold the bones together you don't really need a cast so that hinders um, recovery and causes more problems than it does good and then um, ended up just waiting another, I think I had a six-week checkup, and that's when we really found out that it it wasn't healing right. Um, and the doc, but he didn't 
he wasn't straight up with me. He was just like, oh, well, we're just going to have to put you in another cast. And he wanted me in another cast for another another eight weeks. And um, basically, it just wasn't, wasn't going good. And at that point, we were, I think, December, like middle of December, second week of December, third week of December. So mm-hmm. I was trying to get a hold of another doctor to get a second opinion. Because obviously, looking at x-rays, like, you can tell it's not right. But I'm not a surgeon. Yeah. And my team of people that I work with, my physical therapist and um, functional health doctor and all these other people aren't surgeons, but they can tell they've looked at a lot of x-rays. They're like, wow, that's not good. So I end up just calling every doctor in California and nobody can get me in until end of January, February. They wouldn't even see me or look at the x-rays. So Mm -hmm. I was searching high and low and finally got in touch with uh, people up in Stedman Clinic um, in Vail, Colorado. And when he saw the x-rays, he was straight up with me. He's like, yeah, this is not good. Not going to heal right. Should have never been done this way. And um, he talked to me on Saturday and had me in on surgery for on Wednesday up in Colorado. So what? when was that? When did you have the second surgery? It was the week after A1. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So where right now is an update. What's his um, plan for you? Yeah, so it's kind of frustrating. Like when he saw the x-rays and talked to me originally, he's like, yeah, if I would have fixed this to begin with, I'd have you I, – I would have been on the bike before A1 and probably could have raced A1 had he got me fixed up originally. But he had a six to eight week back on the bike to start riding again um, from the from the surgery from when I had it done. All right. So yeah. we're we're at four weeks right now. We're uh, getting closer. Halfway. Yep. Yeah. yeah, a little a little closer to halfway. Like uh, I have a checkup in two weeks to make sure. Everything's healing good. I have more x-rays, and um, I should have a more clear idea when I'm going to get back on the bike. So right now you're all good, like no no pain or anything? Yeah, no pain out good. of the cast. Full, like I'm, I'm able to do physical therapy with my hand. Um, obviously, I can't lift more than a certain amount of weight, but mm-hmm. I'm able to get range of motion back in it, and it feels really good. Obviously, it's still sore or whatever but Mm -hmm. compared to how it was before i'm 10 times better so are you doing like uh like cardio and stuff to stay in shape yeah yeah i'm working with evan um we got four days a week i'm doing two strength uh and two cardio um obviously i'm able to do legs and everything but i just have to not pick up any weight with my right arm so that's the only thing I can't really work on. So what do you, as of today, your plan on returning? Are we looking at some supercross or are you going to sit out to outdoors? I'm doing everything in my power to try to get some supercross. Um, obviously, I'll know more when I get on the bike and yeah. see how I'm feeling speed-wise because it'll be about a little over four months off the bike. So... Uh, oh. 
that'll be interesting to see. Obviously, I haven't had it. I've been pretty lucky since I turned pro. I got hurt a lot as an amateur, but since I turned pro, I've only been hurt once, and not including this one. But mm-hmm. four months out of the bike is a long time, uh, and I'm going to have to obviously ride back into shape. You can work out as much as you want, but nothing can compare to what you do on the bike. Yeah, just focus on uh, the remaining 250 West rounds then. Yeah, whatever's left, I think St. Louis would be a optimistic timeline. Yeah. Um, that's if I get on the bike at seven weeks and I get four weeks on the bike or three weeks on the bike. So um, it just all depends on how I feel when I come back. And, and obviously after this next checkup, I should have a more clear idea. Okay. And then once that happens, you'll be back on track and just uh, 450 outdoors too still? Yeah, that's the plan. Cool. That stinks, man. But, you know, doctors, they they always see that stuff, it seems like, and they're like, oh, I could have had you sooner. But, you know, like, maybe, maybe not. You can't live like that, you know? Like, you're not going to go search in Denver for a doctor. You don't know. (laughs) Well, now I do know. And yeah. The doctor I went to is the top guy, and he he works on, he's the one who fixed Roxanne's arm, and, and he works on. 90% 90% of the guys that get hurt that are factory riders. So now I have a, a state of the art clinic to go to and, mm-hmm. and they get me, they get me right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. Well, I know you're busy with, uh, getting back on track. I just wanted to touch base. Well, what you've been doing anything, keep yourself busy besides like working out. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for checking in. Um, I've been doing a lot of business stuff. Um, uh, Obviously, working on my hydration powder. I told you a little bit about that already, I think. Yeah. I'm ready to get some, dude. Uh, I need to get hydrated. Dude, I'm, I am... I'm going to buy some. Dealing with manufacturers... Dealing with manufacturers is a joke. Like, you... Uh, <laughs> they tell you one thing, and then they drag you along for forever. I mean, I, I'm open to have stuff within the next month or so. I'm um, first customer but, to buy it. I'm going to get first in line. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I've just been doing other stuff like, uh, helping out cannabis a bit with, um, some dealer kiosk stuff and, uh, just trying to keep myself busy. Nice. Yeah. I saw your, your Jersey was included on the first drop of, uh, SMX replicas. Yes, sir. You're going to get a cut of that? Yeah. So that's actually, what's really cool about the SMX stuff is, um, the riders and the teams get a little bit little cut out of every jersey that's bought so um i think it's 10 and 10 or something like that so i mean if we sell if we sell a few jerseys i can make a couple bucks dude you could retire off that with the amount of people that want dk jerseys dude if i if every single one of my followers bought a jersey every year and i'd be doing all right i know dude it's sick yeah awesome well if you need anything i'm here for you i don't know do you need stickers for comeback yeah okay. i mean you got some time but if you want to ship me some in an envelope I'll, I'll get some stickers yeah i didn't know if you were out i don't think even i've been run low i don't know if welton has any i don't even know since i took this job over i've kind of been like not overwhelmed but it's a different switch for me so i'm trying to keep your guys names out there still with the squad and i don't know i'm just i'm trying my best that's good, man. I'm yeah. happy for you. Thanks, dude. I get to go to more races now. Oh, yeah. 
Yep. All right, dude. Well, if you need anything, reach out. I'm here. Let me know. But uh, I will. Oh man, thanks for thanks for getting in contact. Absolutely, and uh, thanks for the update, and we'll talk soon. All right, brother. See ya. See ya. All right. So what we learned, Starling is happy. I knew he was. He's got a lot to going on in his life that makes me believe he's the happiest he's ever been. New baby on the way. He's married. Life's good for Stardog. However, after the LCQ last week and how the season's been going, I don't know. I've been kind of been like keeping my distance a little bit. I know he can be very... Very moody on the race day. He doesn't like to, probably won't like me saying that, but but as I stop by on race days, he's got a different vibe. And I know if it's going well or if it's going bad. But he surprised me with this. Like, hey, like I'm in a good mood. So we're going with it. He's in a good mood. Uh, we learned that Caden Braswell isn't rushing his return, which is good. He's still a young buck. He's got plenty of time to uh, to race still. And being young and, and like he said, feeling so old, hopefully this is the uh, fix he needs to prolong his career in the in the long run. So, And then DK, man. Poor DK. Had to get two surgeries. He would probably be getting ready to come back had that first surgery gone well right now. So it's a bummer for DK. But when he comes back, it'll be all good. It uh, it seems like he fixed it right the second time, so his best days are ahead of him still. And this, when he goes uh, outdoors on the 450, it's gonna be. I'm I'm telling you, I'm I'm bringing the hype. It's it's gonna be good. He's gonna open a lot of people's eyes. I don't know if you've seen DK, but he's an absolute unit. DK, we look forward to DK and Braswell coming back. Starlings bouncing back. This is the bounce back pod. Pretty much. These guys are all going through something right now. Oh, eventually they'll find their way to the top again. Thanks for listening, guys. Good show. Thanks to Bub Dog, Duke Dog, Ginger Dog, Boots Dog. Thanks to Wes. Thanks to Bird Dog. Chase Stallo, thank you. And thanks to you guys for listening. We'll see you guys. I think I got another pod this week. So we'll see you in a couple days.